0: There is a goldmine of data found in your customer support tickets, feedback, bugs, operational improvements, product ideas, you name it. Your customers are begging you to fix their problems. And our sponsor this week, OmniPanel, does the job to surface all of these insights for you automatically, and send them to the right person on your team. Next time there's a bug request, boom, goes to the product department. Next time there's an operational idea, great, goes to your COO. There's never been something like this before, and I'm really excited to share OmniPanel with you, a great software to streamline all these requests. If you're interested in trying out OmniPanel, go to omnipanel.io and let them know Forward Thinking Founders sent you. That is O M N I P A N E L dot I O. Thank you so much, OmniPanel, for sponsoring this episode of Forward Thinking Founders. Now, let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they wanna build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all of these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Yet. most of them haven't hit product market fit these are just early stage companies and the big question is what can this be and in this podcast we bring that out so with that i really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode and i've already done 200 plus so if you like this one listen to some of the other ones like with Amadi fund austin allred leah culver we have great interviews so check it out enjoy the repository and for now let's get into the day's episode here we go Alright, how's it going everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. where We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Carrie DeSouza, who's the founder of Active Connect. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Uh, great. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I, I really appreciate it. I'm and also ex- excited to learn more about what you're working on with Active Connect. For people that haven't really heard of it before, can you kind of share what you're working on? Absolutely. I mean, so, uh, so we, are, we are still sort of creeping around in the stealth
1: mode. We we, we started talking to a few people just, just in the last couple of months. But uh, Active Connect, essentially the framework that allows any application or any development team in the world to create applications that are passwordless from the ground up. So the premise is that we are, we are getting rid of passwords permanently. it. It's, it's It's very different from what is out there where you've got password managers and single sign ons where every application' come with a set of password or password based rules and then users are left the devices where they have to either create complex passwords or they get a password manager where they stick all their passwords in there so which is all um, which is all great for convenience, but I think these are these are, are not the most ideal solutions so. Our vision is that our framework will allow any products and development team to literally start thinking about applications uh, as an identity first
0: uh, sort of approach. So, if I wanted to use this, can you kind of describe how, how someone kind of engages with it? Is it start with like websites or to start with consumers? Would love to just learn a little bit more of how it works. I mean, if I were to use it as a, as a consumer,
1: absolutely. So, so for example, let's say you are going to use a soft piece of software. So, we would go so for for example, you if you want to use, uh, let's say, Microsoft Office, which requires you to type in a username and password. So, we we would partner with Microsoft and Microsoft would embed this into their application stacks. So you as a user, when you create your profile, the very first time all you're doing is creating a username, nothing else. Everything else is, uh, everything else is taken care of by our framework. We, there's a registration process where we register a phone uh, or a, a smartphone or a board which allows you, which is what we use to collect data about you, which could be facial recognition, voice, behavior pattern, all of that gone to form your digital signature in real time. And that's what's used to sort of authenticate you. We'd
0: we'll love to kind of hear, why do you want to get started with this? I'd love to hear the origin story uh, for this company. Um,
1: absolutely. So, I mean, first of all, I've been, I've been uh, my co-founder and I, uh, have been in technology space for over probably 30 years now, and collectively probably over 60 years. And and this is something we have dealt with uh, uh, throughout. And I come from, I started my career as an embedded systems developer, went on to lead game teams at Electronic Arts, and and then later on with Nexon, um, which is another global gaming giant. And this was something we dealt with at a professional level too. I mean, we would get irate, gamers calling us and saying their accounts have been taken over or they can't remember the password. So that was a, that was a major issue. And there was no solution. Uh, it all came to head when I was driving on one of the famous Los Angeles freeways. I was wanting to listen to a very specific song on on one of the most popular music, uh, applications out there. And it tells me, Hey, you've not logged in for the last six months. So can you retype your password in? And I, for the life of me, could not remember my password. And this was in 2015. That got me going and thinking that there's, somebody should have solved this problem. There's got to be a solution out there, which has gotten, we are we are in 2015. We shouldn't be using passwords. So came home that evening and then started looking around and absolutely found nothing. And there's this fantastic password managers. There's, um, there's a lot of SSOs, but nobody was solving this at the uh, at the root level. Um, and that is what um, that is when Jason and I started talking and we decided, you know what, uh, we need to do something where we need to solve this at the core root level, which means that if you are a product team, your focus should be developing the best possible product, not worry about identity and authentication. You should just be able to tack that on and it takes care of Uh, that piece for you, especially in gaming. And you've got game teams which are developing gameplay, gameplay mechanisms and all of that stuff. They shouldn't have to think about passwords and password management and stuff like that. So that's what got us thinking, that what got us into this rabbit hole of, okay, we've got to solve this, but solve it really at the root level.
0: Definitely. Um, that it, it, It's cool that you're kind of trying to go to the, the deepest level to solve it. There are some surface level solutions, but they don't really like do the job that well. They're the right. core job. I'm curious for you, as you build out this, this product, this is kind of like a, um, you know, a big, uh, you're, you're tackling a big problem. How do you know what to work on when you kind of wake up every day? How do you prioritize what to work on? Is it product development, looking for pre-orders or customers? Is it investors? What, what does an average day look like for you?
1: I think it's so it changes right so when we first started out I and mean, we had a general idea of, of how we wanted to do this and the initial few months were looking at research papers and looking at what uh, w- what sort of architectures people have and how, how to get this in just purely product and technology focus as we started pushing this out to customers uh, a majority of our product thinking comes now from talking to customers and saying okay what works for them? what else they would like to see, what what does not work for them, and where we could move around. Um, and obviously, um, we've just started, we just opened up uh, uh, our investment round. So now we just, a lot of the day, a lot of my mornings is, is taking investor calls and talking to them. Afternoons are are basically talking to the team and, and getting feedback from the customers and saying, hey, this is, uh, this is what we need to focus on. And overall, like you said, this is a massive problem. The roadmap is huge. The vision is that uh, we create a world where we are creating environments that recognize and react only to you. So it's a, it is a big vision and we have version 1.0. So we're constantly getting feedback, constantly improving the product. So my day is divided between fundraising, operational stuff, uh, talking to customers um, and then, catching up on what else is going on so
0: and as you've kind of gone along the the path just in your whole career in tech and now with this company would love to kind of hear what are some things that you've learned along the way it could be about fundraising company building product development what are some learnings that you've come across as as you've gone and kind of gone through through your career to the, to this point
1: so i mean uh, this is going to sound like a cliche but i think one thing that that Throughout my career, even as a developer, uh, when I was a junior developer till now and even when I was leading companies, one thing that is very clear is that uh, you have to get your product out in front of a customer as soon as possible. That's the first thing. Like Everything else uh, is moving. The quicker you can get something in front of a customer, the faster you are going to iterate and faster you're going to create something that they want. And it is not just the end user. I mean, as a developer, your customer could be another development team within your organization. You want to start talking. So that is uh, that's one lesson I've learned. Like the faster you can get this out and talk to people, the better your overall development process is going to be.
0: Yeah, it's one of the value. It's one of the benefits of them. I mean, there's this whole wave of like no code coming out, and like one of the benefits of no code is you get to like ship something faster. You get that feedback. You got that cycle. Um, so you're, you're kind of giving me an idea of what you're doing in the, in, in the short term. You tell me what you're building. We'll have to kind of hear the, the big, uh, the big vision here. If you were to look out five years, seven years, 10 years, what does this company look like and what direction are you rowing in every day?
1: Um, absolutely. I mean, so the, the, the big vision is essentially create a framework, uh, framework, something like a Stripe or a a GitHub, where if you're a development team, you would use the Active Connect framework to start building applications with it. And and so that would be, and you would also contribute back into into the ecosystem and and then keep growing the framework. So the, the big vision is that we become the de facto identity and authentication layer of all applications that are being built.
0: And to make that happen, um, I mean, that's a, that's a tall order, right? That's like a big vision to make <laughs> it happen. It, yeah. you, you'll obviously need some help, right? You'll need you know employees to help you build this out. You'll need customers and users, maybe investors. Like you said, you're raising capital. Absolutely. And luckily, you got all these personas that are listening to our, the podcast right now. So my, my, my last question for you is, how can the Forward Thinking Founders community help? Are you looking for funding? Are you hiring? Are you looking for customers? How can we assist? Um, I think all three, so I think most important thing at this stage of
1: a company would be if if you're a founder, if you're a product team or if you're a development team working on your next fantastic application, we'd love for you to use the Active Connect framework uh, and then start using this as the identity layer and, and give, give us feedback. Um, give us feedback as to what we can do better um, to, to make it more useful for you. I think that's that would be... Uh, that would be fantastic. I mean, that's the biggest ask I can have on, on, from anyone. Like, just give us
0: feedback. Tell us how we can improve this for you. And if someone wanted to give that feedback, they wanted to get in touch, how can they find you? What, what's your website? Are you on social media? Can they email I'm on someone? Twitter.
1: Yeah. I'm very easy on Twitter. It's Kerry underscore De I'm on Twitter. Uh, social media, that's, that's uh, uh, the Active Connect. Social media is Active HQ. That is A-C-T-I-B-H-Q. Um, we are on LinkedIn. We've got the Active Connect page on LinkedIn. Uh, you can email us uh, anytime. You you can email me, carrie at activeconnect.io. Um, that's C-A-R-E-Y at activeconnect.io. Our website is activeconnect.io. Um, you can go there. If you're a developer, you can sign up there and we'll know immediately there's a dev community form. You can sign up there. You can get started there pretty easily. We've got our demos out there so you can have a look at couple of demo applications we've
0: built, um, so you can see that. Awesome. It sounds like a lot of ways people can get in touch. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, sharing about your vision to eliminate passwords, and I uh, just really appreciate you coming on, and best of luck with the, with the product. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it.